Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. My name is Sam Beam, and I am so glad that you have joined me today on a wonderful, wonderful podcast that I'm recording now for the second time because I just deleted the first one, but it's okay. You know what? Life is not fair sometimes, and you just have to deal with it. And if you don't know, you haven't read the title, that's what we're talking about today is that is not fair. Now, before we do that, let me jump into today's um, shout out. Uh, as always, these aren't like sponsored things, right? I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that special to get any sponsors, but this is something that is um, that I think is a useful tool in ministry. Um, and today is going to go to Kids Matter and the Kids Matter Podcast Network. If you don't know, I'm a part of that. Uh, but specifically, Ryan Frank's Kids Matter Network podcast. Ryan Frank's podcast. He's got two on there. One of them, but they just celebrated their uh, 100th episode, and I was a part of it. Uh, Josh Rizzello, if you know him, was a part of it. Um, Corey, Amber, and Ryan, as always, were a part of it. And we ran through a hundred of our favorite things in ministry. It was super cool. Super high speed, so I hope you guys uh, go check that out and enjoy it. There's a lot of good information in there, and it was a lot of fun. So go check that out, guys. It was a ton of fun. Um, and for today's story, we are going to jump right in and tie the story into today's uh, thing. So uh, if you are in ministry, you have heard the saying, that's not fair, right? A student's playing a game and they feel like they've been gypped. Uh, someone won a prize and another student wanted it. Or whatever it is, you have heard that. And, and, and for me, I've realized that in the preteen years, this really, really, really amps up in their lives. Because, uh, well, uh, d- diving into just a, a shallow depth of, of science, um, their neurons are reconnecting inside of their brain, right? If you don't know anything about the science of a preteen, first of all, I encourage you to go look it up. Um, but also, um, it is a, it, it basically, their neurons are reconnecting, right? Um, and they are uh, basically growing at the same rate of a two-year-old, right? Their, their mental development is similar to a two-year-old, so it's like one of the highest points of development in a, in a kid's life, um, and they are discovering these things. They're moving from concrete to abstract abstract, right? So they'll be able to think in abstract ideas instead of concrete right in front of them. Object lessons begin to work better and stuff like that because they can see the abstract. They can apply, you know, something to something else, right? Um, but they're also starting to discover the reality of the unfairness of life, right? Um, if you if you give a kid an option between a cookie and a cookie that's broken in half into two pieces, um, a smaller kid, four, five, six, will choose that cookie that's been broken into two pieces because two is more than one, so obviously that's a better deal, right? Even if it's less cookie but more numbers, they're willing to do it because they're like, there's there's more. Of course this is better, right? Um, but a preteen obviously is growing out of that. They're able to see, oh, no, there's, there's more cookie there in that one than these multiple, um, and so, of course, I would like this one cookie. Um, and so then they're, you know, applying that into their lives. You know, they're seeing, oh, this person is getting a advantage that I feel like is unfair, or this person is getting something that I feel like I kind of deserve. And they're starting to realize, oh, that's not fair, right? They're getting special treatment from a teacher. They're getting things that I'm not from their parents. They're getting things that I'm not when they're doing their chores, right? And so all of a sudden they're like, that's not fair. And and this Sunday, our story, we had a run-in with that. That was pretty catastrophic. I had to stop the whole service and talk to them about fairness. Um, And, you know, honestly, probably was not my best moment there in explaining that. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, But, you know, they're really grasping this idea of fairness for the first time. Uh, and so, like, Sunday, it, it came to a boiling point, and, like, the students were like, what? So, basically, what had happened is, a few weeks ago, we had an event, and the sixth grade girls group won a uh, ice cream party. And so, we were talking about that, and one of the fourth grade boys is like, well, wait a second. 
I want an ice cream party. And we're like, well, you didn't win. And he's like, well, this isn't fair. This is ridiculous. And you could have sworn by his reaction that I had promised everyone else in my ministry a trip to Disney World, and he alone was excluded. This was a day-ending, morning-ruining type of event for the student because it was absolutely not fair that someone else got an ice cream party and he did not. This was egregious. It was ridiculous. It was impossible to comprehend. And I was like, this is absurdity. And so I told them, you know what? Life isn't fair. Get over it, right? And looking back on that, probably not the best way. So uh, I decided this week to dive into it, and that's where you get in this podcast. If you don't know, this podcast is a lot of things that I am learning. I'm hoping that you can get some nuggets out of it, even if you're a veteran, um, some new things. Sometimes we forget what it's like to be a new and rookie, and learning some of these things over again can be super helpful. But um, so I looked up and I looked into it and I'm going to have an article posted below that I've taken most of my stuff because like I said, I'm learning. And so I had to look into this today. Um, but we're going to talk about how we can explain to these students and how we work with students who, uh, say that's not fair. Now, the reality is there's some kids that understand, all right, this isn't fair, but that's okay. And, and, and generally the boys are more vocal about how unfair things are, um, but, um, you know, and then there's always going to be students who are more in tune with what's fair and what's not, who are more vocal about it. And so um, these steps are going to be kind of different depending on your student and depending on, you know, e each individual instance. But um, I got five steps for us to really dive into what it looks like to um, help students walk through what is fair and what is not. Okay. So number one, guys, is show Empathy, which Sam Beam probably did not do very well on a Sunday when everyone was upset. Um, and, and what I mean by that is is kind of like let them know, like, I understand what you're feeling, right? This may not be fair to you. It may not seem fair to you. And I understand that that's how you feel. Um, and kind of let them know that their emotions, you know, they may not be valid, but they're still emotions they're feeling, um, and walk through it with them on, you know, why they feel that is unfair um, and and whether or not you think it's like an appropriate reaction to it, right? Walking students through things is sometimes a great way to get them to really think about it, especially in the preteen age, right? They're able to, to abstractly think about themselves and how they're reacting and apply it into a situation just a little bit better. And so really walk through them with that and, and you know, don't just say life's not fair or um, as somebody says, uh only comes around once a year and we don't normally go, right? Wh whatever your quippy saying is, don't just shut them down immediately because that just leads them to think, well, that response wasn't fair. Or the next time something's not fair, they're just going to say it again because they're getting no actual resolution and why something is happening that they perceive as unfair. So take some time to uh, explain it and walk them through it. Um, and number two is, is explain the difference between equality and fairness, right? Uh, what that student wanted um, was total equality between everyone. If the girls want an ice cream night, I should win an ice cream night. Everyone's equal, but that isn't fair. That is equality. And, and we're not going for, you know, that exactly here. We're going for what's fair in our ministry. And what was fair is I said, that whoever wins this game gets an ice cream party. And so they won this game. They deserve this ice cream party. It's not fair to give everyone an ice cream party if I said one person would win. That's that's equality, right? But it's not necessarily fairness, right? And, and fairness is really when somebody gets something that, you know, they may deserve and something that they need for themselves, right? That is fairness, and there's that difference. And so being able to break that down really helps them too, 
Um, and, and maybe you can just get your, your students to start yelling, that's not equal instead of that's not fair. I don't know if that'll work for you. Um, but it really does help them break that down, that fairness is a different thing than equality. And so a lot of students get equality and fairness mixed up and they think, you know, everyone should be equal within the four, five, six ministry, but you're not equal if you didn't win the present wrapping game on Christmas for your ministry, right? It's not equality, it's fairness. And in fairness, they won the ice cream competition and the fourth grade boys did not okay so explaining that difference can also help them uh kind of comprehend and understand that uh, number three is affirm and it kind of ties into number one as well that you should affirm that their emotions are valid right you can say yeah life is not fair maybe you can tie it into your your own life right you can say you know what i understand that feeling too sometimes i feel like things aren't fair against me um and, and maybe tell them this story um, redirect it into something that they can learn they're like okay adults feel this feeling two, maybe it's not the end of the world, right? Maybe talk how you deal with unfairness emotions that you affirm that it's like, yeah, I feel like things are unfair against me too. Because sometimes a student will say something and they'll feel like they're the only one feeling this and they're, they're confused and like, why do I feel like this is unfair? Is this, you know, and they're really diving in. And so having somebody else affirm that, that yes, you may not feel like this is fair, but sometimes in life we face things that aren't fair and how we respond to it is really important. Um, so make sure that you affirm them, that they know that it's like, okay, there is th this feeling of injustice, of unfairness, and sometimes it's very legitimate and sometimes it's not. Um, but how we walk through these emotions is very important. Um, so make sure that you are affirming them as well so that they know that, you know, they're not just off the rockers um, and they have a positive redirection, which is number four, redirecting. Um, this is probably the only thing I did right Sunday when I addressed the whole classroom, uh, but um, redirecting their um, unfairness or what they feel is unfair into something so that they can kind of get in perspective um, what's fair and what isn't. So, for example, um, this Sunday when they were upset about the ice cream night, I was like, well, you know, you're not going to get to have the ice cream night, but we're all going to get to have an opportunity to do other stuff, right? Uh, we're having a boys and girls night in March, and so, you know, I redirected to that. Um, we're all going to have an opportunity to join together at the boys and girls night in March, and so... You know, it may not feel fair right now that you're not getting ice cream night. The reality is everyone gets opportunities to do fun things and exciting things. And, you know, you've got two more years in the ministry to get to do your own personal things that other people don't get to. And so uh, redirecting it and refocusing their mind can sometimes help them because sometimes they get hyper-focused on, like, one little thing. And, you know, they're all like, ah, but, you know, the reality is that... Um, they just need something to redirect their minds. And so talk about that or talk about uh, using a story of yourself as good redirection or just talking about other opportunities that they have. Like, you know, I, I'm sorry you lost this game and it may not feel fair, but there's an opportunity next week or we're playing another round right now. Let's just jump right in and kind of redirect that so that they're not focused on what they have been, um, what they perceived as wrong against them. And so really just uh, kind of redirecting where they're, going with these emotions and showing them that there's other things going on and that it's not entirely unfair if they were to look at the broader picture. Number five, guys, and I think this is one of the most important, is ultimately point them back to Christ. This is a great opportunity to share the gospel with your students, um, and I love it. And now I'm just waiting for them to say it so that I can, like, jump on them, right? And, and you know, like, surprise, it's the gospel! Ha! And get them with that. But um, walk them through uh, Jesus's life and kind of some of the things he faced and ask whether or not those were fair, right? Really old, leading up to his crucifixion, right, his death for our sins, we can be like, hey, um, 
I know that you feel like this is unfair, um, but, you know, was Jesus's life fair? What did Jesus do for us? And, you know, get them to kind of dialogue with you. Jesus died for our sins, right? Jesus died for our sins. Now, did Jesus have to die for our sins? And, you know, the answer is no. He did not have to die for his sins. Um, and so it, it really wasn't fair. He was an innocent man. Um, he had done absolutely nothing wrong. He was literally perfect. But he died for our sins, which was not fair. Jesus did something that was not fair. And so then you can challenge your student. And so, you know what? Things may not feel fair to you. Things may not even be fair to you, right? You may have people do things that are wrong to you, that are unfair to you. But the reality is we can model Jesus. We can be like Jesus because Jesus did things that weren't fair for our sins because he loved us. And so because we want to love others, sometimes we just have to accept that things aren't fair. But because of Jesus, we can, you know, rely on Jesus and let him... Um, just like the unfairness he took for us, we can take the unfairness for others. And so that is a great opportunity to really share the gospel with these students and tie it back in. And so uh, we may be facing different things with these students, and it depends on your student and your crowd. And so, you know, sometimes all you may need to do is show empathy and be like, oh, I'm so sorry that that feels unfair to you. But you know what? There's always next time. And they'll be like, you're right. I and mean, sometimes you may need to pull them aside and go through all five of these steps, ultimately pointing them back to Christ. Um, maybe you'll just need to affirm them. Maybe you just need to redirect them, right? Depending on your situation. But all of these opportunities are or all of these steps are great opportunities to um, help a student walk through this newfound revelation of, oh, things are not fair. Um, so once again, for you guys, be sure that you show empathy to students, that you uh, let them know that you're like, I understand, I get it. Um, explain the difference between equality and fairness and let them know that, you know, sometimes life isn't equal, but, you know, sometimes it is fair and, and kind of point out where it is fair and where it isn't and et cetera. I mean, help them understand that difference. Number three is affirm them that their emotions um, that they, it's okay to feel that, that you've been, you know, wronged against, that it's unfair against you, but how do we redirect that? And, and point it to number four is how do we redirect, and um, what can we look at, what other opportunities, what other things can we do instead? And finally, last but not least, point them to Christ, right? Because that is the most important thing of all. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. I know I have because I've done it twice and I think it's pretty rad. Uh, but like I said, it was something I was experiencing and dealing with in my ministry. And so I hope it applies to you, whether you got kids or preteens or even some teenagers are quite upset about some things sometimes. And so walking them through with that is a key, uh, it's a great opportunity to really um, both help them process new emotions and point them back to Christ ultimately. So with that, thank you so much for uh, listening today. You guys are awesome. I hope you have a great week, and I'm going to see you guys on Monday with a full episode. Peace.